Downloading, subscribing, and listening to another edition of the Hoop Ball Podcast here on the Hoop Ball Podcast platform in partnership with Be Heard. I am Damian Balling along with your host, Jill Adge, and we are three preseason games in to the Sacramento Kings preseason. Uh, their latest victory last night against the Golden State Warriors, 114-113. What will forever be known, Jill Adge, as the Kyle Guy game. Kyle Guy became a legend last night. Are you ready to offer Kyle a five-year, $239 million <laughs> contract extension? I think most Sacramento fans are. <laughs> I think it's time. I think it's time. He's proved himself. Let's do it. Let's um, throw him in there. There's, okay, all seriousness as we settle in yeah. here. But it's it's nice seeing, you know, a kid who spent most of his, you know, rookie season, being that he's on a two-way, in the G League <clears throat> and... Um, you know, and you saw the stats he put up in Stockton. Like, I mean, it's not like he wasn't putting up big numbers in Stockton. He was averaging, I think it was like six to nine threes a game. I mean, um, you know, and he was doing everything that you would have wanted him to do down there. So being that he got the opportunity, um, here and he had said that he worked a lot on his, you know, body and LA and stuff like that over the off season, um, to get bigger, but it was nice to see a young kid go out there and actually show us something like that's, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's rare where we, hey, get he got better. Per- we get to see the progression. Yeah. Yes. It's two preseason games. I mean, no one's denying that, but the fact that he did, he made the most of his minutes, which is ex- exactly what you want young guys going out there and doing. So that takes us to the to the natural progression here of the conversation where uh, immediately following Kyle Guy's three-pointer that beat the Golden State Warriors. And I think by rule, that gives us two league MVPs and three NBA championships. I think that's how preseason game winners work. Um, like yeah. two minutes after, and I'm only slightly exaggerating when I say two minutes after because it was the first question that Luke Walton was asked pretty much poo-pooed on the whole Kyle guy thing. I'm like, yeah, Kyle guy's emerged. He's done well. We sent him to Stockton. He did great. He's gaining confidence. His teammates love him. But once the games start to count, barring an injury, he's probably not going to get a ton of minutes up here. And I know that kind of drove Kings fans nuts uh, because it felt like we had something nice and, and Luke Walton stepped on it. And I thought, you know, I understand what Luke Walton is saying. Like, I get it. And then I realized, wait a minute. Are we talking about Corey Joseph? Like, is that what we're talking about? Like, if we're talking about Kyle Guy getting more minutes, are we talking about uh, Corey Joseph losing minutes? To me, that's the only, I don't know what other player he'd be taking minutes from. Kyle Guy can't beat out Corey Joseph for minutes? And, th- and this is my thing is <laughs> we had Twitter was aflame today. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Twitter to King's Twitter um, is always know, I made on one fire. too many watch the tape jokes apparently. And, um, and it, and it went off, but. Th- I'll watch that, the tape jokes are funny is, by the no way. No one's saying Corey Joseph is not a good player. It's when you look at the teams he's been on prior to Sacramento, the Spurs, Toronto, Indiana Pacers, than the Kings. He's brought on to teams 
who are going to be playoff teams and are usually half court teams. Yeah. That is none of those categories fit the Sacramento Kings, at least right now. When they brought him in, it made sense. Last year, they thought they were going to be the playoff team. It didn't end up happening. This year, I mean, unless they completely shock us, no one except maybe the players and the coaches know what fan wise, no one is expecting them to make the playoffs. Maybe that's why they're saying this now and they're going to play him until, you know, they start off, which what we think they're going to start off like based on, you know, oh, the schedule that they're schedule. getting. Yeah. But this seems like the perfect opportunity where you would want to see, okay, it's two preseason games. He's averaging 17 minutes in those three, sorry, those three games. He's averaging 17 minutes. Um, Kyle guy is and mm-hmm. third highest point total at 11.3. Yes. It's preseason. And there were, there were all kind of rotations, you know, that are thrown out there, but why not give the kid a chance? When else are we going to find out what we could possibly have? I know they're probably hoping to play Corey, get some sort of value for him, but you also run the risk of what you did with Rudy Gay a couple of years ago. You do that and the guy goes down and you get nothing for it. Either, I, I, I don't know what, we think we know what the King's plan is, but I also... You don't know what the don't, King's I mean, plan I is. I mean, I don't think nobody no one's going to go the out King's there completely try and tank it. Like these players are going to go out there and and play, no doubt. Um, well, and let's be clear. But, like but playing, Joseph, let's not act like he's a first team all defensive where it's like, how dare you bring up Kyle Guy over Corey <laughs> Joseph where it's like some huge faux pas when it's like, really, we're the Kings. We're going to be close to last place. Why would you not try a guy who's on a two-way right now to see if you want to even have him on the roster next year? And I think that would I think that would be a frustrating thing as a as a young player. And again, I don't I don't have a problem with what Luke Walton said. I, I was always like last year, I like I really liked Yogi Farrell. And I understand why people right. didn't like him. Like I always wanted to see Yogi Farrell more. Like I loved Yogi Farrell's energy. I kind of loved what he brought to the game, and I just would have loved to have seen more than him. It didn't really work out. And I always looked at it like, man, it really like for those who watch wrestling, like Corey Joseph is a wrestler that the company just keeps trying to push on you. And you don't really understand why that's what I feel like. Corey Joseph is, is like Corey Joseph is good, but I feel like, I mean, he's fine. He's he's a a piece to have, but I feel like this coaching staff or maybe particularly Luke Walton just really likes him. him Yeah. And this is my thing is the other one is, we were seeing was, Oh, well, he's, you know, I don't think he's going to be doing this against regular rotation guys and his defense is just horrible. Okay. We're talking about a Kings team. Corey Joseph might be your best defender besides Halliburton who just came in, who's extremely young. But again, you're, you can't say one guy is bad at defense when literally the whole team is not great at defense. And yet other guys are still getting minutes, even though they're not good at de- Like you can't just go back to, Oh, they're not good at defense. So they're not going to play the whole Kings team. is not great at defense. So to me, that doesn't fly. You're still playing belly. How many minutes a game? And he's Olay, you know, out there yeah. in the post. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I'm just sick of seeing people say, Oh, he, you know, we literally don't know what he would do. And he could be, com- you could put guy out there and he could completely fail. I would hope not, but I'd at least like to see it. 
And that's the thing with, you know, young players. And that like, if you, if you work like Kyle did and you got all of the, like, actually let's, I, I, I still have the clip from, from the radio show. Have I mentioned that? I host a radio show on ESPN 1320 Monday through Friday, 12 to two that you're more than welcome to listen to. In fact, I encourage you to listen to it. You can listen to it on the radio.com app or on 1320 AM. Here is the actual, here's Luke Walton immediately following the game. First question out the gate, or maybe the second um, talking about, I think it was James Ham that asked him about, you know, is this a, is this a preseason thing or might we see Kyle guy in, in, in the regular season? Well, what he's doing is um, he, he's building confidence in, in, uh, in his teammates and his coaches as far as trusting him. And, you know, I think that's why it's great. Um, you know, the NBA has gotten to this place now where you have two ways and you have a G league system uh, so maybe someone like Kyle, who physically isn't ready uh, last year, can spend a year really getting a feel for it. And, uh, you know, I, I think our development staff and our G League team did a really nice job of putting him in places. And then he obviously uh, has continued to work and got stronger. Um, and, you know, he's somebody that we trust and his teammates trust him. Um, you know, now, as far as the regular season is concerned, if we're fully healthy, there's probably not a lot of minutes every night for him. Uh, but if we're having an off night or guys are out, then he's somebody that we can throw in there and, and, and count on. So the, the quote in its entirety, I think, brings a little bit more context to the stuff that was floating around social media immediately following the game. And everybody kind of. Everybody kind of knew that was juicy and I'm not knocking anybody who tweeted it. Like I've, I've, I've had to do it from ESPN's account too. Like I understand the the desire to get that quote out there, but when you hear it, like in its complete context, I think it takes on a little bit different of a meeting, but at the same time, if I'm a young player and I'm like, you know, I, I, I worked in the G league, I, d- I did the things I needed to do to get better. I came into the preseason on a completely abbreviated uh, uh, training camp and I performed really well. I would hope at the very least Kyle gets an opportunity to play in regular season games at some point. I'm not trying to make the argument. He played 21 minutes last night. I think he played 23 minutes the night before uh, or not the night before the game before when he played uh, when they played Portland in the second game. And I'm not you know, advocating for him to get 20 plus minutes a game. I just hope he at least gets an opportunity because he's shown like, Hey, I can get out there on the floor. And regardless, we don't even know what competition in the NBA is going to look like, by the way, he may be, be, he may very well be going against some of these same players that he went against uh, in these preseason games in a regular season game, given you know the, the, the current situation of our country. And so I, I, I would hope a guy who worked, did the things that you asked him to do appeared to get better. He's not going to change his size. Like, you know, what's a I don't think Kyle guy is going to go through a big growth spurt here right now. So if size is the issue, you never should have drafted him. But I think we've saw last night, he can contribute in ways. And I don't think he's a massive liability on any side of the floor. Yeah. I mean, and this is how we got Jeffries this year, right? He got the opportunity in the bubble. He, he proved what he could do and he was rewarded with the contract. Like to me and, and they fit the age that you're looking for around Fox. You try it, it doesn't work, okay. Uh, you know, you you tried it. But as we know, a lot of some of, you know, these older guys, they're clearly not around the age that we're looking for. And, and, and I even said today, I did not see that whole quote. So, and I was more like, why isn't he talking about that first part of the quote, talking about the G League and, you know, what he did. So it was nice to see that because I did not... I didn't see or hear that until today. 
Um, that's not the juicy and, part, right? Like that's know, the, like know, the praising right? and, isn't and the I juicy get it. part. It's Twitter, yeah, and you have so many characters, and that's that's the part that stood out where it was like, oh, wait a second, yeah. Um, but yeah, and and to me, I would use Woodard and Ramsey how you know what they did with Guy last year, and I know. Um, have they said if the Kings are participating in that G League bubble? I did you, I haven't I heard. I haven't heard a thing about the bubble, about the G League bubble until it was presented. Was you were going to have to pay a certain amount if you wanted to do it. And it was, yeah. And so you, you weren't going to have like the back and forth, obviously, like you would, which totally, which is a, but, but that's a huge problem. And that really does hinder development because you saw what it got, what it did for Jeffries, what it did for Guy, and how you can utilize that. And I do think Ramsey and Woodard would benefit greatly. From that, um, we saw them, you know, they were getting the last like six to seven minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, and to me, you're not going to get any kind of rhythm. And, well, and you're you're playing with guys you've completely never played before who are in your kind of position. And Luke hated um, it. Like, like, like Luke talked about the fourth quarter yesterday, how he was just like, I can't. We, t- we, d- we, d- we said when it came, go for the three. Like, we don't want to tie this game. We don't want to overtime right. in the preseason. And it did I look thought like one of his best lines was for most of those guys would be playing in the summer league, right? Yeah, like fourth right. Quarter, fourth quarter was compl- uh, a summer league quarter. Like that's yeah. what you would expect to see. And those guys need that. And I think that we keep forgetting that these young guys aren't getting that. Um, because I even saw someone say was, you know, maybe the better question is you have Ramsey on, I think it was, they signed him to a three or four year deal. Um, would you rather try and get him minutes over a guy and over Corey Joseph, knowing that you signed him to a three-year deal and you're not going to be able to have necessarily most likely the G league development that you would be having. Um, So there are things that they, this, this staff has to work through and figure out and what's going to be the, the breaking point or what's considered a guy's not having a good night. That one kind of confused me too, because that's, I mean, other than defense with Corey Joseph, I it's he doesn't seem to fit the style that they're trying to run, which when he was out, you saw Halliburton and Guy ran that that second core really well. Yeah. And you to me, you saw how Halliburton from the first game to the second game, I know, yes, he had jitters in the first game, but he looked a lot more comfortable playing with shooters around him as well. And that's not necessarily Corey Joseph either. So I, I do think it's going to be interesting how, how they're going to work this and, and how they're, they're going to fit that. But to me, based on the three games, yes, we only saw the, the you know, Corey Joseph in the first one, but Halliburton looked much more comfortable with, guys like buddy kyle guy glenn robinson you know some more of the stretch guys and and were fast and running the floor um he even you know he looked good with barnes out there at times but no no one is joseph is not a threat on that side of the floor obviously um so i do think you saw some stagnant um 
in that first game when he was out there and whether that's the thing is we're not seeing more than one game from him. So again, we're, we're basing off, Oh wow. They looked better in, yeah. the, game. in the third game. Didn't look great. The first so, it's worth pointing out. Yeah. Right, you know, Luke Walton's talking about Kyle guy, not getting minutes and unless there's injury, Corey Joseph hasn't played since the first game. So we, we and don't you really saw when he tweaked it. I mean, you could literally yeah. see him grab a side. And I think yeah. that was part of the issue last year, right? He had back spasms and things. So right. back injuries don't exactly, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to say back injuries, back issue issues don't right. necessarily just like magically go away. Um, yeah. There are you some, know they're being cautious right yeah. now, granted, sure. you know, sure. And, um, it, and, and, and then depending on when you're listening to this, I mean, Thursday, hopefully you're listening to it, getting ramped up for the, for the Thursday night game. I'm, I'm, I'm so curious about what Luke Walton's approach will be to that game. It's the last one before the season starts, but the season's only six days away, but she didn't really get a ton of competitive basketball in it. So I'm really fascinated as to not just, not just Luke Walton, really Steve Kerr and, and teams around the league, how they approach this, this fourth and final preseason game. I mean, as a matter of fact, I don't even think golden state has four. I think they only have three. Yeah. They're yeah, playing their third preseason game that tomorrow. Had, that had weird, yeah, had less games. and Golden like, State's one uh, of them. Yeah, and the Pelicans, like their first game was yesterday, and it was like, oh, we'd already played two. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's kind of interesting how they're working that out. But and yeah, like you mentioned, the last game, are they going to focus on who's going to get that last roster spot? Whether you have a guy like Metu, are you going to give him the two way? Um. Is Frank gonna get get the roster spot over someone like you? Who have- do you, like who who do you think like so? so let's like quickly. I I, I don't want to like bog this podcast down with this, but I've like been thinking about this. Who is on the roster? Like we obviously know, you know, it's Bagley, Harrison, Rashawn, De'Aaron, Buddy. We know that. Belly, uh, Hassan, Whiteside, oh, yeah. Tyrese Halliburton, we know that, that 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 they're on it. We know that Corey Joseph is on it. Okay, so now we're up to now we're up to nine. Glenn Robinson, sure, sure yes. thing, right? He got he got a one year minimum. Okay, sure thing. So so now yeah. we're up to now we're now now we're up to ten, and we're going to fifteen. Right. So is Kyle Guy on the roster? He's a two way. It's second year of a two way. So, we so still how does that work? If it. how does that work if there's no other way? So, okay. Oh. So they changed the rules that the two, your two way players can be with you the whole season, uh, but they're still only allowed to play so many games that whole where before where it was like, they could be there so many days. Now it's right. they be there. So, um, they can play so many games, but they can spend the whole season with you. Gotcha. So you at least okay. get the development of them practicing being around. I mean, so you always have them at least available. That's interesting. That's interesting. So essentially it gives you 17 if you use your two ways. Okay. And then, I mean, you can only suit suit up 15. Yes. Daquan's obviously. Yes. We have Buddy, De'Aaron, Guy on his two way, Whiteside, Holmes, Barnes, Bagley, Robinson, Joseph, Bielitsa, Halliburton, James, Parker, oh, Ramsey, right. Woodard, Jeffries. The two that are that are iffy right now is Frank and Metu. Where Frank, I don't see how he makes it unless someone gets waived. Hmm. There, there's no, there's no, because I don't think you're going to give him a two way. To me, you would so give you, the two way to 
at two. Okay. And and Frank and Frank leaves. Be, and before the preseason started, most thought that Ramsey would get the two-way and Frank would make the team. Mm. But because of the contract they signed for Ramsey, it was a three-year deal. To me, that means he's guaranteed. And you have Frank fighting with maybe Justin James, Jabari Parker. I, unless one of those gets waived, oh, yeah. there's, I, there's no spot for, for Frank and met to you have a two way open. So I don't know why you wouldn't give it to him. And that would be fascinating if they waived Jabari Parker. I can't imagine they do, but man, so, that would be, um, but right now Frank's the odd man out and, and met to, if they don't give him a two way, which to me, he's played well enough to, I don't know why you wouldn't want to give it to him. He's, he's well, if you have the there. ability to, I don't see why not. If you don't have to out, young. yeah, if you don't have to just flat out wave him and you can give him the two way and he doesn't have an opportunity elsewhere, I, I, I don't see why you wouldn't want to do that. Yeah, I, unless unless they did like what they did with Jeffries, where they see somebody else on another team and they'd want to bring him in. But at this point, with how crazy everything is, and at least this guy's worked through your training camp and he has shown some some good stuff. I, I don't know why you would look elsewhere when you're a two way. Like I'm, I'm thinking of like practice squad players in the NFL. When you're a two way, can you get signed by another team? No, when you're on the G league, you can't like just straight G league. Okay. But when you're on a two way, you can get promoted you, up to your team. Uh-huh. Like, like Jeffries did, but you can't, as far as I know, nobody can like steal you. I mean, essentially that guarantees that they're, you're developing, With that team. you know, I that's you. your, yeah. Okay. Um, the other kind of contract that they had signed two guys to was the exhibit. I think it's exhibit 30. If I'm not mistaken, that's the number, but that's where you can sign them to a training camp deal. But if they don't get a, if they don't essentially make your squad, that allows you to pay them more to sign them to your G league team than any other G uh, league team would be able to. And so hmm. they did that for, it was a point guard and, um, from someone that uh, played for Houston when um, Monty was there at, at some point, who was a little bit older. But um, if you were going to have a G League, that allows you to at least keep them and kind of and work them to see how it how it goes. And you can pay them more than any other any other G League squad. Plenty of more notes or coming exhibit out. Ten, maybe it's Exhibit Ten. I don't know. Ten thirty. Both. It's both. It's both. It's exhibit in a number. Uh, plenty of other major notes coming out of the game against the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Manscaped.com. Use the promo code HoopBall20. Uh, check out the new lawnmower 3.0. All of the fantastic features, including the light, the water resistance. Um, it is uh, a super helpful device. Uh, you know about all of the tragic. If you've ever listened to a podcast before, you've probably heard some grotesque Manscaped commercial. Uh, we don't really do that on here on HoopBall, uh, but we do know it's a great product. So go to manscaped.com, use the promo code HoopBall20 and get 20% off of your order plus free shipping. That's a good look right there. HoopBall20, get 20% off of your order plus free shipping over at Manscaped. Dot com. It's funny, Kyle Guy's game-winning shot really took away from what should have been the bigger story, and maybe it may still in the in the scheme of the season is the bigger story, and it's the fact that Marvin Bagley uh, debuted this preseason and Hassan Whiteside uh, debuted this preseason, and I thought both of them were really good. Bagley looked great out there. He did. I mean, for for that being his first time back in. 
I mean, I, I, a year, it almost feels like. Yeah, I think that um, was, I think that was it. I think, I think it was, uh, Kenny brought this up on the radio show. It was January that he got hurt and we okay, know he was so, training to yeah. come back for the bubble, but yeah, that's, I mean, it's, it's a freaking year. Um, but yeah. And, and he showed, uh, you know, exactly to me what, what you'd want to see from a guy being out there. He looked like he had fresh legs. He had his hops, you know, that you love. Um, he had some good shots. Um, obviously there's things that he's going to have to work on and with the rest of, um, the rest of the group that there'll be some cobwebs and stuff. Um, but like there was a couple, you know, spots where I felt like he should have passed out of the corner rather than forcing up, you know, a bad shot. But Mm -hmm. I think one of them, he had Wiggins on him. So if he thought it was a mismatch, I mean, I, I could understand that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was honestly, it was just nice to see him out there. He was getting the putbacks. It's, um, it, it was good to see. And Whiteside was Whiteside, what I figured, you know, <laughs> he would be. Uh, and it, which was good. Yeah. I feel I, you're not, are you down on Whiteside? No. Oh, I'm, okay. I've been one of the few that's probably not. And, and I get the ones that people are saying, like exactly what I said about Corey Joseph. There are ones that people are saying the same thing about Whiteside. They'd rather see, um, others but my only thing there my side is, puts up really as long, really good numbers right, as long as he's not taking minutes from Bagley we don't have anybody else on contract for next year besides Bagley so again I as long as he's not taking Bagley minutes I I don't mind him being out there and the he, when you need that extra help, which a lot of our guards do, you know, right, at, right at the rim, he's a tower there, Yeah. whether it's all the time, some of the time, like he, you can't deny it. Um, and, and he showed that he showed that yesterday, you know, dirt during his, his parts. Um, and I, and I think he, people were saying it looked like he was in slow-mo and he'd had a leg injury. So to me, that could that could be part of it as well. I know he's not used to playing a super fast speed, but um, I'd, I'd wait to harp too much on that until I actually see him out there. Like he hasn't had as much of a training camp really at all. Right. Um, he's just been out there shooting. And when you have, I think it was a calf strain. Yep. Um, it's not like you're out there running and sprinting. So. And he's also cognitive. Like he's aware of that. And he's, right. <laughs> he's you, you know, like, I mean, calf strains are scary because they're so damn close to the Achilles. I'm sure he's very, you know, aware of what he's doing out there. And then he had the thing where he, I mean, he got pretty banged up on the last play. He was in the game. He wound up uh, leaving, you know, kind of holding his neck, played 15 minutes. Yeah. But I thought he was, I thought he was just, I mean, phenomenal is a strong I word. I thought he was out of the guy in those 15 minutes, right? I, I mean, 11, nine, and he had 11 points and I rebounds four blocks. I I don't. Off your go, bench? Like this is a dude that. who's. I had the list yesterday. I think if I, I rummaged through my notes here real quick, I could probably find it. But when you look at, there was a, an, an interesting note where like triple doubles, not triple doubles, double doubles over the last five seasons, it's Andre Drummond at one, Carl Anthony Towns, Russell Westbrook, Rudy Gobert, and then Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. He, he has 214 15 minutes, a plus seven. <laughs> he led the league in blocks last year and he's averaged the most blocks in the league since 2014. 
like it, it was it was fascinating when that story when the when when the little birdie started chirping like 15 minutes before free agency started and it was like you know the kings seem to like Hassan Whiteside in in upcoming free agency and it was interesting to watch the reaction to that and i don't know if it was because the first day of free agency and people are thinking like big signings and it's like wait a minute the kings big signing is Hassan Whiteside it, no I, I think it was history it's being okay. But when, his history here, because his history yes, in the league isn't yes, bad. Yeah. And, and yes, it's, you you're know about how, to drop a big the, yes, you know, but you know how the, the, the fandom is here is a lot of times we know too much more than we should know. Um, and there were so many stories that came out, you know, during, during that time while he was here. Yeah, that, that, I, that was years he, ago. He was a kid. I, I get him. He's been around the world since then. Literally. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't mind it. If this is, if that's what his role is going to be that, I mean, 15 minutes, he had 11 points, um, four blocks. It's, I will I mean, take that, what I will more take could that you... as my backup center all day. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Is Rashawn Holmes your starting center? That's been a topic of conversation we've had the last few days as well. Yeah, if you're gonna have Bagley out there, yes, I have a hard time seeing um, Bagley and Whiteside really being spot, paired yeah. much together. Um, so I, I would, I would assume so. If you're gonna have Bagley starting, I would have home starting. Yes, and I think to have Whiteside against you know most teams benches, right. Yeah. He's going to shot like he's going to play what you want it to be. Well, and Rashawn Holmes is I mean if if Rashawn Holmes hasn't earned a starting position on this team, like I don't know how right. you do. Like he's there is prestige as Buddy Heald is well, well aware of. Yeah. There is something to starting and Rashawn Holmes He's earned it. I mean, he outplayed Dwayne Dedman in three games last year where they were like, well, this is obvious. We need to make a change here. And he has certainly earned that. I don't care if it's 6'10 versus, you know, what is what is this on? Seven foot. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, that, that, that doesn't matter to me. He's another one where I really have no idea um, what the organization is going to do with him. Rashawn? Yeah. Yeah. He's in his last – his. You know, we had him, got him to a two-year deal. Um, I, I have no idea how, how they view him short-term, long-term, Yeah. what. Um, but, yeah, there's quite yeah, a few the, of those on here where we just, we don't know. <laughs> there's so well, many of who, Like, who else? Like, Rashawn, like, like, I think Rashawn is the most glaring because it's like, you know, Rashawn Holmes, another thing to remember about him that's so interesting is he wound up being such a great fit here and he was like mm -hmm. a week into free agency signing like he he didn't land anywhere else and he was still there available and you know good for for Vlade and the king's front office for going to get him and, and, and it's worked out really well and he already had a huge following here Right. <laughs> we loved him here. And when we were rooting for him, he was on Boss the Boss man Brewski loved him. Like, he was campaigning. Yeah, he was campaigning yeah. super hard for him. Um, but in addition to Rashawn, who else? Well, I mean, it's – I'm assuming Bagley's going to be gone. I'm assuming Joseph's going to be gone. Like, I'm just saying for guys Bagley. on the last year of their deals, 
that I don't, I don't see those guys. I need you to clarify. You think Bagley's going to be gone? No, 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 no. I said, um, Joseph and belly. Oh, belly. I thought you said Bagley. I was like, okay, well, this is probably another hour worth of Sorry. Yeah. No, belly. that's okay. I, I thought you said Bagley. No, Belly. Yes, Belly will absolutely be gone. The, I'm thinking of, yes, guys on the second year I gotcha. of their, I the gotcha. last year of their deals. We yeah. have no idea what's going to. Well, Belly, I feel like, is going to be a super attractive trade piece. In, I would. In normal, normally you would say February. I actually think it's March. Uh, he would be, a, I think he's going to be a super attractive trade piece of the trade deadline. I'm not saying they move him. I'm I'm just saying I think he'd be an attractive piece for a team that's like, I'd hey, be shocked if they don't. Well, yeah, right, right. But see, agreed. that's my thing with Holmes. If they don't view him in the long term, I wouldn't be shocked to see like to me someone else would want him. Like I, I just don't know. I would just I would I would I would just love to know like if you if 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 Rashawn like what what do you want from a player if Rashawn Holmes isn't a guy that you want. Right. I would just be like, I would, yeah. I would just be, I would be fascinated to ask that question if Rashawn Holmes wasn't. Uh, and we a, never a hear anybody King. ask, you know, ask about that. It was always, you know, bogey buddy, like the normal stuff, but no, I don't, I've never heard anybody ask specifically what, and you don't, you don't hear anything. No, you really don't. Seems, never, so, yeah. Um, I mean, you do, yeah. you, you, people have mentioned like it's a contract year for Rashawn Holmes, which is going right. to be, you know, interesting, but it's never like dove into it. And, right. and, you know, our media is smart enough to not ask Monty McNair during his rare availability because he certainly isn't going to answer a question about this upcoming offseason. He's got to get a feel for what this roster looks like. And I can't imagine a situation where Rashawn Holmes completely tanks what he did last year. I imagine he's still going to be a very, very good player. Um, and that will be, yeah, I'm hundred percent with you. That'll be a fascinating story to watch. I don't think Belly's back here. Now, obviously I they don't believe Jabari Parker is back here. I think there are a number of guys that aren't, aren't back with the Kings, but I, I, I can't, I mean, if Rashawn Holmes is anything near what he was last year, he's a guy and he's a fan favorite. I mean, I know front offices don't care about fan favorites like hello, Harry Giles, but he's averaging 10 points so far, you know, during, during this preseason to me, he's done everything that I expect him to do. And he even sure. showed some of the three point, you know, range that he had been working on, uh, back to his, um, Philadelphia days. So I, I really like him. I he's like a good kid and he, he fits, you know, he fits well, um, with these guys, like they all genuinely seem where they, they really like him and vice versa. Um, yeah. Well, we've got one more uh, preseason game. We'll do a show. We're actually, we got to do a show next Tuesday uh, because Wednesday is the start of the season. And then we may just start dropping random podcast after games or uh, particularly exciting moments, maybe on the weekend. Lord knows I don't have a life. I'll find out what Jill's doing. Hey, Jill, you want to do a podcast? Let's jump on here. Uh, one other thing that stood out as we wrap things up for me, and this is, uh, this is I just, I love this stat. Three games in, Buddy Healed. One turnover. I love that. And I know Luke Walton has talked about his defense. I know we were talking about his defense earlier, his commitment, all of that, because that's great. I love all of that. Three games. Yep. They're screening one, a lot for him. One turnover. He's moving. They're screening a lot. Um, are, when wait, he's are and you being saying when he's out there with Halliburton, he's not really having to touch the ball. Are you saying that the coaching staff is doing something to put Buddy Heald, one of their players, in the best possible position to be successful? Either the coaching staff is, he himself 
started doing it, whatever it is, like this is the buddy we want. <laughs> I really want to believe. it's working out, this, I, is, this is the buddy I, we want. <laughs> I really want to believe Buddy came up with the idea. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to well, start no, running because off Because last year people were trying to say like, oh, if you think the coaching staff isn't saying this, like, so it's, you Sure, know, no, yeah, no, 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 um, you're right. Yep, you're 100%, so you're 100% whichever right. one you want to be- believe, this is what we want to see. So let's keep doing this. And we know Buddy he goes out there and works hard. You know, you're seeing it. He's out yeah. there smiling. He's having a good time. Like he, do- like he dove past Kyle guy trying to, you know, celebrate with them. And then what that I love hilarious. though is he completely missed him and, and like slid and, it, and he hopped right back up and literally ran right back to him and then followed him around the whole court again. Like did Kevin post that? <laughs> that was hilarious. That was a fantastic gift that I did uh, not see uh, yeah. live. But I love that he went with it and he ran right back to him, like I said, and then just kept following again. Like he was genuinely yeah. excited for the kid. Yeah. Um, And he's shooting almost 43% from three, almost 40% from two. Like yeah. this is the buddy healed we want. Um, And they're putting him in good positions or he's putting himself, whatever it is, keep doing it. <laughs> first game against gold, uh, second. Uh, yeah. First game against golden state, buddy, De'Aaron, Rashawn, Harrison, Marvin. Is that the starting lineup? I, I think so. I, yeah. It, okay. I, yeah, I think so it. too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, with we appreciate back, you. You stick with it. Yes. Appreciate you as always for tuning in. Subscribe. If you haven't rated the show yet, it's super easy uh, as you can do it as we're talking right now, just go to Apple podcast. Look for the stars. Boom. Hit the fifth one. I, I think that you love us. And if you don't love us, you obviously love Jill. Hit the fifth star. We're worth it. If you got an extra 90 to 60, uh, 90 to 60 seconds, probably want to go 60 to 90 seconds uh, to leave a review. That would be fantastic as well. Just write, hey, go Kings. Hey, love Jill. Uh, tolerate Damien. All of that good stuff. Uh, tell all your friends. Uh, we'll be posting episodes all throughout the week. Again, normally uh, through the off season, we've been posting uh, really since the termination of Vlade. We've been or, or the stepping down of Lotte. We've been posting on Wednesdays. Uh, next week, we're going to post on Tuesday. And then there's this, I think all of January, they play like Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like maybe there's a couple of Sunday games mixed in in there. So uh, we'll be posting the podcast just kind of on different days moving forward now that the season is finally here. So we'll have one final preview coming up on Tuesday. Uh, we'll have a big uh, tip-off show on ESPN 1320 and on the radio.com app from 12 to six on Wednesday, which I'm very much expecting uh, my partner, Jill adds to be a part of. So uh, lots of exciting things on the way as King season approach, but remember to subscribe, rate and review, share on social media, post on social media, interact on social media. She is at Jill edge. I am at Damien Barling and you should say goodbye to everybody. Bye everybody. <laughs> All right, the NBA season is right around the corner, and the NFL playoffs are coming up as well. No matter what your favorite sport is, the perfect place uh, to consume it with a little bit of extra fun is MyBookie, where the odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. Whether you're a first-time customer or you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every single week. Sign up today or if you're a regular player, get reloaded. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. That's how my bookie rolls. They also boost a full-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic tables, the slots, and card games that you'd expect at your favorite local spot. And the best is, it's not smoky. 
You don't have to wear your mask because you're distancing. You're at the house. You're completely safe, and the doors never close. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code HOOPBALL to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match with you. $100. Again, they match all the way up to halfway. All you got to do is use the promo code HOOPBALL. It's winning season at MyBookie. You bet you win, they pay. That's how they roll. And my bookie.